This Partner in Action podcast series is a collection of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behaviors. The result, they get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. Amy Carroll is a communication coach, trainer, author, and professional speaker. She travels the globe using her secret superhero powers to liberate people from communication disasters. The communication model Predator-Prey-Partner was developed by Pat Kirkland, a superhero in her own right, and who happens to be Amy's sister. You can find out more at Amy's website, carolcoaching.com and patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can overcome the communication disasters in your life and get more of what you want. Today, I'm speaking with Agnieszka Wojnicka, who is a program manager with a large investment bank in Poland. Welcome, Agnieszka. Great to have you back on the podcast. Hello, Amy. Hello, everybody. Good to be here with you again. Now, I know that a few months ago when we spoke, you had a great partner in action story, something where you used the skills during a job interview and you were very successful. And today that you have, I think you told me you have a personal partner success story you wanted to share. Indeed, I do. Okay, let's hear it. I have two kids. I have a daughter who is 10 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And I have a son who is six years old. Okay. My daughter is a very talkative daughter. Ah. (laughs) Just entering a teenager age. Okay. The story I'm going to tell is about how I use the partner techniques when dealing with my daughter Mm -hmm. and how I'm teaching her to use consciously some of these techniques. Uh Aha. My daughter likes to speak about her adventures about her life and about her school and her friends. Okay. When she starts speaking, it's difficult to stop her. Some time ago, I started to use the partner techniques to make her stop and notice the outside world. Okay. So walk me through this. So she's busy, you know, coming home from school at the end of the day, she's all animated telling you about her day and what was like that in the past? I can imagine you it's the end of a, your long work day and that's kind of exhausting for you. How did you used to handle it? I usually listened to her for some time. Then I listened for another time. <laughs> then I stopped still pretending I'm listening. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> then I started to speak to her, usually in a higher voice. Ah, so you would, be very, you would be listening silently, passively, mustering up all sorts of patience that you could find at the end of a day. Yes. And then what would you say? My dear, I understand. This is very interesting. It's too long. Please make it shorter. Or let your brother speak. Let your brother speak. He also has a good story from his school. And how did she receive that when you would say that? She didn't listen to me. She kept (laughs) talking. Or was saying that it's so important, she has to say it. Oh, goodness. Otherwise she will potentially die. <laughs> that, yeah, I think I, I've lived through that stage, yes. <laughs> it was very challenging. And I was looking for a way to make her aware that this is very annoying for the environment. I put my attention 100% on her. Okay. I speak slowly. Uh-huh. 
I pause. And I use the downward inflection. I usually ask her to stop. Tell her that it's very interesting. Uh-huh. I would like her to make it shorter and more concise. Okay, so you're essentially doing the same you're saying the same thing you said before, acknowledging it's interesting and then making a request for it be more concise, except what I'm hearing is you're packaging it differently. Mentally, you're fully engaged with her. I'm guessing you're also using that, you're showing non-verbally with eye contact. Maybe are you using active listening when she's speaking? Indeed. Okay. Okay. And then when you make a request, you're doing, you're modeling it with this pausing, slow, calm, downward inflection. Yes, that's and what that's I do. Different than in the past, it would have been more agitated. Is that correct? Yes. And I wasn't using this active listening techniques as much as I do right now. Got it. So the message I'm sending is, I love you, my daughter. <laughs> you have my attention. Uh-huh. I'm all for you now. Yeah. But I would like you to understand something. And I'm sure you didn't say but. I'm sure you said end. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> end. <laughs> Right. So what response did you get from her? She stops. She notices something has changed. Uh She doesn't understand yet what it is, but she's responding to it. She's noticing it is different. Uh And does she seem upset when she stops or does she ask you questions? She questions. That's the best part of this story. She doesn't feel bad about it. Uh She doesn't feel upset. She doesn't feel offended. Wow. She feels that I'm still there for her. Mm -hmm. Something changed. Uh And she wants to understand what changed, why. And I'm also adding my part of how I changed it. Okay, so you are shifting your behaviors. Your daughter is noticing and stepping into a place of curiosity. And then you take that as a teaching moment to explain to her the things you're doing differently. Indeed. Brilliant. I explain what I'm doing, that I'm passing, uh-huh. that I'm using the right inflection, uh-huh. that I'm speaking slowly and using less words. So I have a couple of questions for you, Agnieszka. How long does it take for you between the time you notice she's being talkative, you start to use the skills and then she responds. It's a couple of seconds. Really? Yes. Amazing. I start using it. She notices that something changed. She stops, asks questions. Uh-huh. And then I take the time to explain her that this is the technique, why I'm doing it, yeah. how I'm doing it, and what is the benefit I Fantastic. give her this lesson to give her tools that she can use in her environment, in her social life, with her friends, at her school, and make her aware that these things matter and they do have influence. Yeah. I'm doing it with a life example. And I love your, the generosity and that desire to pass on these skills to her at such an early age because... When I give trainings, very frequently people in the room who are parents say, we should teach these skills to our children in school. Why isn't this not taught in school? 
And I unfortunately don't have an answer for that yet, though I, I am delighted to hear that you are sharing it with the people who are most important in your life. Well done. Thank you. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm exactly doing. Well, Agnieszka, thank you so much for coming in today. Before I let you go, though, I have one question for you. What is a tip or suggestion that you would give to listeners for stepping into partner? Don't be afraid to experiment with changing your behavior. And you know what? Experiment also means that sometimes you're going to fail. Indeed. And unfortunately, as we know from many great people in history, that failure eventually will lead to success many of the times. And I can really appreciate that, the importance of that to be brave, to know that it's going to feel scary sometimes, and to go out there and do it anyway, because eventually success does come. You're absolutely right. fully agree with you. Agnieszka, thanks again for your time today. Thank you very much, Amy. I'm glad I could come and speak to you. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, happy partnering. If you want to participate in one of Amy's superhero trainings, you can find out more on her website, carolcoaching.com. That's two R's and two L's.